Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of So Frail Conversations. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about spousal energy. Now, this is necessarily not talking about marriage and weddings and all of that shit. No, I'm talking about spousal energy, which is an energy required for us to be in intimate relationships, right? One thing that we don't do much is focus on the intimacy of the relationship we're supposed to be in. And this is coming off of, you know, I guess this will be a continuation of the previous episode I did on son of a mother, right? Son of a single mother, in which I was expressing the mother-son dynamic that our relationships are built on. So now I'm going to be expressing the the spousal energy our relationships are supposed to be built on and the way in which we're supposed to be connecting on that level. One thing that we don't like, one thing that y'all hear me say a lot is the word motherfucker, right? Now, I know I shouldn't say motherfucker like that, but motherfucker is just what I say. But motherfucker has a deep-seated origin in um, a mother being fucked, right? And when you were called a motherfucker, it's because you was fucking somebody's mother, right? So when we look at the times when we were in slavery or whatever the case may be, the not even enslaved, when we were enslaved, those moments where they were, you know, on breeding farms, they're pretty much shuffling us, and you might fuck around and fuck your friend's mama. And it's not on no disrespectful shit to your friend, it's just the way in which they're forcing us to do certain shit. So that's where the term motherfucker came in, which now, like I said, gives more credence to the son of a single mother episode and just how the mother-son dynamic has always been established. But Making it bigger, in addition to that mother-son dynamic being established, we also have a father-daughter dynamic that is also established off the other side of that. But rarely do we ever sit and break down enough to understand the adult-adult side. You know what I'm saying? The significant other side, the intimate side, the equal side, not the side that has to have a lopsided scale to it. You feel me? A lot of us are... Not a lot of us. Every one of us are conditioned to pick a side. You feel me? This is where you have the confusion in between people. It's like, you know, you have the men that say, okay, I got to go half. You have the men that say, I'm going to go whole, right? You have the men that I need a woman to be my peace. You have all of these different things. But we're not really having many conversations about the equal, about the reflection, about the mirror. And that is more so the spousal energy, right? The spousal energy is about our intimate side. It is about the side of us that is not in a space where we're trying to teach or guide, but we are harmonizing, right? The maternal, the maternal, the mother-son dynamic is, the mother-son dynamic and the father-daughter dynamic are about guidance. They're about relationships of guidance, right? We don't, guidance and instruction, let me say that. When you're in your intimate side, you two aren't designed to instruct each other in that regard. And that energy is not designed to instruct each other. It is designed for collaborative energy, right? Collaborative energy is not the same as instructional or guiding energy, right? Collaborative energy means all this shit is already on point off both sides. And now we're just figuring out how to work the pieces together. In essence, when you have the mother-son dynamic, it's I'm going to do everything for you. You feel me? It's in a guiding way, but it's I'm going to do everything for you. 
the father daughter dynamic i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do everything for you but it's still gonna be in a, a guiding instructional way it's never a point of have your shit together this is kind of what those conversations are with what do you bring to the table i don't think people understand that it's not about what i bring to the table you bring to the table it's like what kind of table can we build together to put shit on we missed the whole point. And because of that, and it's largely because we don't truly have the spousal energy that we think we have or that we need to actually engage in healthy relationships with people. We only know how to operate from either the desire or the lack of what we had or didn't get out of maternal, um, the mother-son, father-daughter dynamics, right? But I'm going to go down that whole rabbit hole and break everything down. But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore seen underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. And as always, Cash App and PayPal are fine for now. Um, And... You know the vibes, that's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into so frail conversations, spousal energy. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add a so frail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags, Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to get started. So if you read So Frail 3, um, and in So Frail 3, I talk about the three types of masculine energy. I talk about the paternal energy. I talk about espousal energy, and I talk about the fraternal energy. Those analogs on the woman's side will be maternal energy, spousal energy, and sororal energy, right? Us as men, we have not collectively seen our seen what it takes to develop spousal energy right spousal energy is our intimate energy now because of the way intimacy has been corrupted and co-opted we think intimacy is all sexual you feel what i'm saying oh get intimate with me and then you know when you think intimacy you think silk pajamas and clothes and candles and flower petals and shit and then we fucking at the end of the night and it's like no intimacy is beyond sex sex is i would say sex is the physical representation of intimacy right in a sense but like the physical act of sex is the last piece of physical intimacy because you have touch and i don't just mean foreplay but like you have every intimacy has to still appeal to all the senses right not just a sense of touch the sense of smell, the sense of sight, the sense of sound, like every, all five of our senses have to be appealed to in regards to intimacy on a physical level, which means those same senses have to be the, on the mental level, also on the spiritual level. Yes, you have senses on all your levels. <clears throat> but 
when we look at intimacy, that's something we don't practice. Because the thing with intimacy is that there's a there's a intimacy is when there's like a harmony between int- intimacy is a collaborative effort between two people who have matured in their energies, right? So like I said, in Soulful 3, we talk about the three types of energies, right? So we know that our paternal energy is the energy that makes us a father figure, right? Doesn't necessarily make us a father, but it's the energy that makes us a father figure, the instructional energy, right? Some of us don't know how to instruct people, so we haven't even matured that energy yet, so we shouldn't even be fucking with that. But that is our paternal energy. It is the energy that gives us instruction, right? And gives other people instruction, right? Our uh, fraternal energy, that's our playful energy. Completely playful energy, right? Now, our spousal energy, like I said, is our intimate energy. So that is kind of a balance between our fraternal and our uh, our paternal energy. But it still has its own individual distinction, right? When you're intimate with somebody, that means you're 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 walking into a connection, not an attachment. You're walking with it into a connection in which you are you are completely open and or innocent to the situation. Now, innocence we know is when you have an objective view of something, right? For one, none of us can have it. We've are, this, the the game is already fucked up for us to not have an intimate spousal connection with people. Right. Your spousal energy is that energy that is intimately entwined within you to make yourself connect with another person. We don't have all of us have trust issues. We're developed this way. A lot of men have trust issues, not because they inherently have trust issues or they've been hurt. Most men ain't never been hurt. And then the hurt that they got was some bullshit in middle school or whatever the case may be. They just internalize it because of social media, the media, the music or whatever. But a lot of us are programmed not to be and to utilize our intimate energy. You feel me? Men and women. Like, you feel me? When we think about, we're encouraged to confuse and blur the lines between using our paternal and our our paternal parental energy and our, I guess, childish energy, um, fraternal and paternal energy. But we're programmed to always use those, to pick a side and choose one of those, right? But we're taught 100% to stay away from our uh, intimate energy which is our collaborative energy, which is the energy that we need to thrive in the most to change the world. So you got to think about the programming, right? If we look at the programming, there's no more, like, you know how they say, like, love is love, right? Love ain't love. And in order for you to truly love somebody in the right way, because with love, love is a powerful betterment through correction. I said it before, you cannot correct me if you do not understand me, right? Intimacy requires a level of understanding. Now, we know the different levels of the mind, belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, right? Listening is a form of understanding. So your intimate level, if you if you are not tapping into your intimate space and your intimate energy, you're not listening to your person. You won't listen to them. You hear them, but you won't be able to listen to them, right? And you won't be able to correct them, correct them because you don't understand them, right? Which means you can't possibly love them. Right. 
So when they say love is love, love ain't love because it can't be love because in order for me to love you correctly, I have to understand you. And if I can't understand you, like if we're from two different cultures or you're from an oppressive culture and I'm from an oppressed culture, it's our shit ain't going, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work because intimately we can't collaborate the same way. You see what I'm saying? But we try, we've been convinced out of that, out of the logic of our, of the actual connection we're supposed to have. Now, on that other side, it's also tainted, not just because of that, but because of the expressions in which we hear growing up. Our women hear it too, but mainly it's us. We've heard bitches ain't shit, money over bitches, these hoes ain't shit, all of that shit. We taught so many, there's so many mantras of suppression that I call in. So for a one, we have so many mantras of suppression that keep us from the intimate connection with the woman that we can't figure ourselves out because of that. Anytime I say like I'm running an ad right now, one of the particular ads that I ran is a um, piece out of Sofrel. I forgot which one. I, I want to say it's one or number two. I said a man will never experience masculinity until he learns to harmonize with femininity. Right now, if you it goes back into listening, <laughs> if you can't understand what I'm talking about, then it's gonna confuse you. So a guy comments on the ad and says. Everybody, though, if we get, we act, I didn't say anything about acting more like women. I didn't say none of that shit. I said, if you learn to harmonize with femininity, your masculinity gets stronger. Now, I have already laid out the definition that masculinity is a spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of synthesis and construction. When I, when you understand how I define it, it makes sense why I say what I say. But if you're defining it as acting like if we act like women we become more like men you miss the whole point and that is the that is the piece of the lack of understanding that keeps the intimacy broken the ability to be intimate with women is broken you feel what i'm saying when i tell people in having platonic friends platonic women friends is a form of intimacy so intimacy like i said doesn't have to be sexual it is the closeness and the connection that I, my ability to connect with people my ability to connect with people. Why do we as men have an inability to connect with people? They say we're emotionally unavailable. We're like, because emotions are involved in, in our connections, but a lot of us emotionally unavailable or emotionally retarded, and we can't figure out why, because we're shut down from that faculty of being that. When they telling us, fuck these bitches, these hoes ain't shit, like intimately don't fuck with a woman. But at the same time, we look at the wifey material types we don't want the hoes. We don't want the bitches. We don't want the motherfuckers that are equals. We want the mothers who motherfuckers who either we got to take care of or get to take care of us. Right? When we look at what wifey is, wifey is maternal behavior. Just like hubby is paternal behavior. We're not paying attention to that. You feel me? Your wife ain't your mother and never will be. But if you if you relegate your wife to maternal energy, this is what you got to look for. You feel me? Something that I've learned and I've observed, I just it just hit me like a couple weeks ago, was the ideation of the word submissive. It makes sense now why biblical people and shit like that want. If you're creating relationships with either a mother-son dynamic or a father-daughter dynamic, it makes sense why women have to submit. It makes total sense why women have to be submissive now. And I get it. I'm like, wow, you don't submit. Women don't submit to men. They submit to sons. It's wild. I never really thought about it because every time I looked at the 
you know, I used, I always got tight about him. Be like, yo, I need this. I want this. I don't. I never wanted a submissive woman. I never could understand why. I just didn't like it because it wasn't that she was trying to sun me or whatever the case may be. But a submissive woman, right? Is design, a submissive woman is only supposed to be submissive for her son. I didn't catch that. I didn't realize that shit. Right? Or someone she's going to relegate to a son. Here's how I know that because. If you understand what it is to be a man, like a man in his paternal energy would not have would not have a desire for a woman to have to submit to him because paternal energy and maternal energy are comparable and they're going to harmonize with each other. No submission is necessary. But where the conflict will come in at is when there's a, a paternal energy mixed with a paternal energy mixed with a soror energy which is why we have a lot of pedophilia in this world, why even biblically pedophilia was in that shit so heavily and why it's kind of approved right now. Women get you older, man. They teach us to, you know, get a younger woman because it's the make your paternal energy match with fraternal energy. This is why women are, I need a man who's going to teach me. I need a man who's going to take, you need a man who's going to be your father and vice versa. And if you're not going to be in that space where you're walking your paternal energy, you're going to walk in your uh, fraternal energy and look for uh, maternal energy that has to submit to you. Now, here's why the submission is what it's like. A daughter is naturally going to submit to a father. There's no, there's no fight. This is why there's always the condition when you hear women say, I'll submit to a man who can do this one, who can lead, who can do this. In short, I'll submit to a man who can be a father to me. You ever like this whole generation of women talking about six figure men and men got to be over like everything they're describing their father wasn't everything they're describing their father wasn't, which is a lot more disrespectful than us on our part being wanting everything. Cause a lot of the shit that our, that we demand out of women is physical. Like you can actually go to the gym or you can change all of that shit, but y'all want intangible shit that is like, you either have to be born with it or not. And that changes the scope of it. But none of it is appreciated in the intimate space. I saw this tweet and it said, don't let some social media fool you. There's women who date men under six feet. There's uh, men and women who go half in relationships. And it's like, y'all, that's because that is an intimate relation. That is a spousal energy between the two. That is not maternal. Uh, that is not a maternal, fraternal or paternal uh, sororal or a mother, son, father, daughter relationship. That is a adult adult relationship, which is the spousal energy. That's who we're supposed to be getting married to. But we've been convinced like but the natural dynamic. No, the nurtural. I ain't gonna say natural because it's been nurtured. But the nurtural dynamic of what it is that we think a relationship is gone to is one of those two dynamics. And those aren't functional dynamics for longevity in a relationship. Because relationships don't require competition and they don't require uh, lopsided dynamics. They could require collaboration. So now when we look at the women who's, ooh, let me run your natal chart. Let me run this. And they're telling us, let me get your birth chart and all of this shit so they can run it. And they can see, are we compatible? We'll never be compatible. You'll never be compatible with a, with a parental child, a parent-child relationship, with the energy of a parent-child. So a lot of these women that are running these natal charts on these men, they're looking for fathers. They're not looking for significant others. They're looking for fathers. And this is the type of father they can't be compatible with. I realized that when all of the women who just had a problem with me as an Aries, they had a problem with me as an Aries and that which they would have a problem with Aries father, not an Aries. Like, cause I would, 
look and say, how can women, like some women fuck with me, some women don't. And I look at how we compartmentalize the relationship without knowing we compartmentalized it. Because I was aware to this information earlier, but I never articulated or never like put it into words. I didn't know that the lines were being crossed. So when I approach any relationship with a woman, it's always been on the intimate space. You're my equal. I'm not your father. I'm not coming in as your father. You're not coming in as my mother. You're my equal. Now, here's where that problem comes in because a lot of women be thinking they're coming into the relationship and they masculine energy when they're coming in their maternal. It's not your masculine energy while you acting like that. It's your maternal energy. Because you think I'm supposed to be your son. And it makes sense when I think about why so many women think men are naturally incompetent. Because when women think that a man is incompetent, they got to, like, they're coming into the space with maternal energy. I've talked to a woman one time, never been disrespected so much in my life. And she disrespected me so fluidly, like, because she was used to that shit. Because, you know, y'all men are dumb. Y'all men are stupid. Y'all, bitch, you ain't going to, respectfully, bitch, you ain't going to keep calling me dumb and think I'm going to keep fucking with you. What kind of stupid shit is that? Now, when you start calling men dumb and you're in a situation calling men dumb or whatever, what kind of men you think you're going to attract and what kind of men you think you're going to have? You feel me? So I had to, you know, ultimately debtor on that shit. I was like, yo, you, I'm not. What? You don't even know half of what the fuck I'm talking about right now. And you're making the assumption that I don't know what I'm talking about based off of the information you have and the assumption that men are stupid. You feel me? So they simultaneously want this mother-son relationship to feel good and vindicate themselves, but they need to have a father-daughter relationship. I just want a man who can lead. I'm tired of walking in my feminine. I'm in my masculine. I want to walk in my feminine. No, you want to act like a little girl. You want to act like a little girl. And us as men, we want that. Give me the dumb little chick who's, who's like, you don't, because she can't call your bluff. My, my equal, my equal... <laughs> Someone who's not my equal will never be able to call my bluff, my bluff. And this is not to say women are beneath me in any way, shape, or form. But if I intentionally walk into a situation with my fraternal energy, my paternal energy up and her sororal energy on, and I'm not taking care of her. But then for me to do that, I have to walk into the space of, oh, you shut the fuck up. You're, you're, you're coming in as a child. You feel me? I never realized that. Like a lot of the relationships that I was in. The women is, and I will always be like, why she don't, because, and then I meet their fathers and I realize why they're tapping into the paternal energy in me. They don't, they, they, they'll just, they love my paternal energy, but they hate my fraternal energy. Cause they like, you too, you too friendly. Like you, you too friendly with this. You did. No, I'm not going to cross the line because I'm intimately in, involved with you. So I'm not even seeing anybody else, but you're seeing how easily I could be distracted because you're coming in from a, you're coming in as a child. Coming in with your, your sororal energy on the front, and you're attracted and magnetized to my paternal energy. And because you're attracted to my paternal energy, when we merge, now you're looking for you're looking for somebody to call daddy. <laughs> like we don't like everybody looks and, and critiques and criticizes men for like how we holler at women. Like yo, what up, ma? Hey yo, what's up, ma? We we say ma, but like <laughs> we don't say shit about women who call men daddy. <laughs> Put a Z in front of it. That's zaddy right there. You. And you understand off rip when she's calling you daddy and shit. It's because you don't even, we don't really know how unconscious a lot of this shit is, but it's because of that energy space. That's what she attracted to. You feel me? Which in turn means that's what we exhibited our paternal energy. This is why you can be mature with some women. You can be immature with other women and you can be stable with, with others. Women get confused with us and they be yelling at us and shit. Talking about, yo, 
it took him. They be thinking it's them that catalyzed us into being better men. Mm -mm. This next woman that we now involved ourselves with, we didn't have to have a parent-child relationship. That's why I got better with her. We started collaborating. We were equals. It wasn't her trying to take care of me or me demanding that she took, or it wasn't her trying to take care of me or me or her demanding that I took care of her. You feel me? Because this is spousal energy. We coming into these relationships totally wrong. Because now when you say, women say, I need a man who's going to protect and provide, it's different because we're still walking into the relationship. I have to start off being her father, which means everybody's going to be my children. And then, you know, women ultimately have to go, I got to start off being like, women will tell you I have multiple, like, even they'll tell you that their husband is their son. Y'all ever heard shit like that? You know, because, you know, men become that. That's another child, too, that shows you already how you're going. You're, you're already viewing your relationship. So every man that she involves herself with has to be a child. Now, when you step up to the plate and you are a motherfucker who's not a child, y'all are going to bump heads. What are they going to say? Let somebody love your mean ass. It ain't about letting somebody. People don't even realize some of the shit that they utter subconsciously because of how fluid it is. Like, let somebody love your mean ass is really an ode to let my parental energy control your childish energy, your playful energy. This is why motherfuckers cheat. This is why motherfuckers do what the fuck they do. You feel me? Because it's like you're, you're being parental to me. I don't need that energy for my significant other. But you know how hardwired it is for that to be? Because when women get married, their father has to give them away. To who? Another father. You're not. When we look at marriage, like everybody want to give up patriarchy until it's beneficial. Like when you actually look at the ideation of marriage, it was never beneficial for the woman. She had, it was one, it was one child being given to, to a pass between two different fathers. She's going from her biological father to her new father. This is why women have to submit in the religious text. That's why you got to shut the fuck up if you're religious. And if you a man and you're not, a, you're not making your women stay in a child space, you're not, being, you're not doing what your deity wants you to do. You got to make these motherfuckers shut the fuck up in the presence of men. This is why they can't talk because it's two different energies. Because we don't understand the depths of the, the layered information we're given, we can only understand it how we, how we can understand it which is from the surface. And so when we're seeing, oh, women are submitting to cement, this, this is why most of the men in these situations were with children. And if they weren't with children, they were with women who didn't listen. And if they were with women who didn't listen, they found a way to get them. To get them. The book starts off with Eve having to be pulled from the rib because Eve is actually in the, uh, Eve is in the, um, what you call it, energy, the, uh, uh, sororal energy she'll submit to adam lilith wasn't in sororal energy she was in maternal energy and partially spousal energy too but more, uh, mainly she was in maternal energy and in her maternal energy adam being in paternal energy too he had to be the one who's supposed to give instruction i ain't gonna listen to if i am in that paternal space parental energy too i'm not gonna listen to you about parental energy I had to submit at some point. Now, when we're on the same spouse energy, we got to collaborate. So when we look at how that started off, Eve, you got to be shut down. And then you look at Psalms 91, a Proverbs, a Proverbs 31 woman. Anybody, everybody, like Women don't understand what a Proverbs 31 woman is. 
sounds good on paper, but a Proverbs 31 woman is a woman who walks in her childish energy, who becomes the child because she has to submit. She walks in her sorority energy for this man. While he walks in his parental and he creates the daughter, the father-daughter dynamic. Just read it. It's even a mother. That, and the way Proverbs 31 starts off, it's a mother talking to her son, telling her son, don't get you a woman who's who has the maternal energy. Get you a woman who's going to submit to you. You feel me? So you're coming off either father, paternal energy, uh, a sorority energy, or it's going to come off the other way, maternal energy, son energy. So either way, it's not going to be a spousal connection. It's not going to be a spousal connection. Right. This is why women have to be virgins. This is why women it's because there's so many dynamics that I can't there's no I have to be the one who's always the one teaching you or leading you or some shit like that. Like it's a fucked up world. It's a fucked up reality. And because that reality plays out like that, it translates into our everyday life. This is why our relationships don't work. This is the real reason why our relationships don't work. It has nothing to do with we just can't get along. We're not compatible. It's because we're walking towards the relationship in the wrong energy. All of the energies that we walk into now naturally as men, not naturally, naturally and culturally as men, we walk into all of the energies, mainly as uh, fraternal. Some of us walk in as paternal. And then the ones who walk in as paternal, those are the ones who, you know, you hear that, oh, no, nah, my girl, I ain't, she ain't going to have to pay for nothing. But they end up being controlling. They end up being the motherfuckers you got to ask permission for. And it's like, oh, but he's a real man. He's just, no, he's not. He's a paternal energy and you're in sorority. You, this is why you can't go have fun. This is why he gets insecure. These are all of these things that that play out. And while women, they, they, this is going to sound hard, but most women, most bad bitches like father figures. Nobody ever put two and two together with that. But then if you actually sit and you talk to bad bitches, they got issues with their mamas, with their daddies. Every woman who has proclaimed herself to be a bad bitch, every woman who has, you know, and, and walked in that bad bitch energy, there's been some kind of disconnect with her father. Some kind of disconnect with the parental figuring of her father and the man that she's looking for is the father that she's always desired. Motherfuckers don't get that point. That very man that she's saying, I need a man who's over six feet, six figures, and her dad is five seven, and he only made forty eight thousand. Yeah, that was a shot to him. That's a shot to him. You feel me? But now we running into that. This is why they spending all of this time in the clubs and all of these things, popping bottles. They succumb to some sick shit just to be in the in the know how all the time because it's the father figure that is being taken, and the dudes that are exploiting them are exploiting them based off of their paternal energy and knowing that these girls are in a space only operating from the sorority energy. You feel me? We're not using our intimate energy correctly because there's no harmony. And again, like I said, it's by design. They told us they they severed the connection solely by our entertainment. We cannot get along like every look at the entertaining spaces, right? From a positive perspective, you have like look at if you look at shows like the only show. I'm going to get back to the point. The only show that I can say actually had that I that we grew up on that I can say actually had a, a true spousal connection. And I think that's why it hit so hard was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv, the dark, and I hate to say it like this because of, you know, how our culture is off colorism, but the dark skin Aunt Viv 
and Uncle Phil were um, spousal. When they brought in the light-skinned Aunt Viv, it wasn't that anymore. She played backseat. She was not his equal anymore. It was evident. It was definitely evident. Like, she didn't, like, it wasn't two people co-collaborating together. It was a father-daughter dynamic in that regard. Because then the light-skinned Aunt Viv, she was a lot like Hillary. You know what I'm saying? She was a lot like Hillary. Whereas the dark-skinned Aunt Viv, she was guiding Hillary a lot. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, they were equals in the sense of, you know what I mean? That was purposely written. And I don't know if Will had anything to do with um, the writing on that part, but the depths of the writing on that part, even though she was replaced, was a, a lot different. You feel me? But outside of our cultural shows, that's the only one in which there was a a balance that was equal. If you look at Living Single, you had fucking, well, you know what? <clears throat> I take that back. Because if you look at Single Claire, uh, Sinclair and Overton, they were <laughs> equals. It wasn't one above the other. They were equals. and But they were slow. It, it was wild. They were slow because the intellectual ones like uh, Maxine and um, and Kyle, they were just fucking and leaving each other alone. They wasn't collaborating on no shit like that. So those moments were teaching us that the intimacy, the level that you can work, either you're going to be extremely ditzy to work together or if you are, it's just fucking. So they got us on the intimate level. It's just fucking we can't be together because of whatever reason. Like there's so many motherfuckers I know say I can't be with my friend. Cause we friends. What? That's stupid. That's like what? Whatever. But that's because of the way in which the energy connected. Nobody's ever connected intimately, so it's, it's it seems difficult. Because it's like, where do I blur the line where I can be honest with this person, but I can fuck them too, and I can do all that. That's the power of the intimacy level. It's a level of maturity that we don't have to have, right? And. In that level of maturity, not being what we both want to utilize, we separate the ideation. So one of us is going to be immature now, and one other one is going to be mature based off of which energy we decide, rather than both people being mature. You feel me? So like I was saying, we don't have many shows that showed us the intimate side, which in turn translated, because I'm not even talking about the shows, but art imitates reality, because in our own households, we don't have the intimate connection. We don't watch an intimate connection. We watch a mother-son dynamic or a father-daughter dynamic. Because the parents themselves hide the intimacy because intimacy is relegated only to sex. You feel me? We don't necessarily, like everything that is supposed to be intimate, that is supposed to keep people together, children don't see it from their parents. I mean, yeah, you might see them kiss and hug on each other, but again, again, that relegates the intimacy to the physical affection that is sexually uh, triggered. So we think, oh, when I'm being intimate, oh, I'm kissing on you, and I'm hating, and then it's going to lead to sex because those are the things that lead to sex. So that's how our intimate spaces intertwine. But intimacy is not that. Intimacy is being, intimacy is the openness and the vulnerability to see everything about a person. That's it. You feel me? We've relegated it to sex. Really think about that. So now, because we relegated it to sex, a lot of us got trust issues, trust issues and shit, which makes us not open up. And because we don't open up, we we are not able to be as vulnerable as we need to be to be intimate. Right? 
we're conditionally intimate. And again, we think intimacy is candlelight dinners and foreplay and shit. No, that is seduction. <laughs> what we think is intimacy is actually low-key seduction and getting some ass. Like, yeah, you know, I'm going to listen to you. You're going to candles. I'm going to rub your feet and everything. We're going to have an intimate moment. No, it's going to be foreplay. Mm, I'm going to get you in the mood so I can fuck. No, intimacy is when intimacy runs deeper than that because it's like, Am I still able to keep the poker face and be able to stand strong and stand firm for you when you're telling me you're losing your shit mentally? You feel what I'm saying? Intimacy is, am I able to still be there for you when you hit that spiritual awakening and you don't know which way to go because life is now sending you down a different path that you originally started. And now you got people ostracizing you. You don't know which way to go. That's intimacy. Are you going to leave me in the cold too? That's intimacy. It's not just fucking. We need to really understand what it is. Like, there's a running thing that they say intimacy is a, you know, play on words or whatever. It's like into me, see, see into me. We can't, we can't be intimate with people that we got our guards up with. We can't be intimate with people who have their guards up. But rather than actually accepting that, we try to knock walls down. We don't accept the walls that are up and just say, hey, I can't deal with this. You feel me? I can't deal with this because I can't be intimate with you. No, this is a challenge now. And I'm going to make you intimate by knocking your walls down. No, if you don't want your walls down, I can't make you take them down. And I shouldn't force the walls to come down. Now, when we're in a situation where we have to keep performing, performing, performing for the walls to come down, that's not a good relationship because we don't naturally have to be ourselves. Because then when the walls actually do come down and we meet the motherfucker, we're, we're attached to them. And now we can't disconnect saying, I finally see you and I don't like you. Feel me? I had a girlfriend tell me one time and this, it, it, it fucked me up because I was already deep into the shit. Like, you feel me? I already told this motherfucker I loved her and shit because it was real for me. This was, you feel me? I know what I felt. I know what it was. And in the time in which I said it, they said it back and shit. Like, don't say it if you don't mean it or whatever the case may be, but you feel me? But that wasn't it. I realized that I really loved her, but she loved what I did for her. And then, like I said, it's because our connection wasn't into, well, I was intimately connecting to her, but she was attaching to my paternal energy. She feared my fraternal energy because I'm all like, you can't be around, you can't go to this party, you can't do that because women are going to be looking at you and like the insecurity. But me not seeing that because I'm not understanding energies the right way, I'm not seeing that she's speaking towards this type of energy. So I'm like, nah, I'm not like that because I'm coming to you with my paternal energy, not realizing why my paternal energy was up. Although, I mean, I went with my intimate energy because I wanted to be in a relationship with her, but my paternal energy was what ended up being on display because that's what she needed out of a man. And then when I seen a relationship with her father, it's like, whoa, no wonder. When shit went wrong, I was the first person she called. Like shit that you're supposed to be calling, like, I, I get it. I started to get it. I was like, okay. But I didn't know what at the time. I was like, yo, she just loves me. No, she doesn't. She attached to my paternal energy. Then as I got to it and got intimate, I realized she was too broken to even be intimate with me. She sh I, I should not have been in this relationship with her. That's when I started, you know, finding out about the, the rebounds and all this other shit. And it was just like, oh, you too hurt. You, you just attached to my paternal energy. And I realized that that's how a lot of this shit, a lot of the women that I've been involved with played out. My paternal energy always showed up on display. 
You feel me? It shows up on display first. And when it shows up on display first, it shows up for the women who have wounded in their children. I would never, I used to hate it, despise it. I hate childish women. Hated it. Like, stop acting like a fucking kid, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? I never realized why I gave them the credence. You let me, it just makes me feel so. I was your father. I was acting like your father. I was being your father. Like, because I wasn't playing with you. I wasn't utilizing my fraternal energy because then when I utilized my fraternal energy, I realized, whoa, you have too much. Remember, I went to the club with a woman one time. We fucking around and shit. And mind you, this same motherfucker always, oh, I can go to the, go to the club for hours. Don't come back three, four o'clock in the morning and shit, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, yo, this your thing. Like, hey, let's go out. I want to go out or whatever. Boom. We out. <laughs> I'm that dude, bro. So I'm motherfucking. And this is what she told me. When we went in, she said, in the club, in these settings, we're not together. We, we we single. What? Okay, cool. So that way we're not getting jealous or anything like that. All right, cool. I don't think she anticipated how raw it was. I don't think she anticipated how deep this essence was. I was on so much ass and just so many, like, women. And I just seen her. I'm ready to go. How you ready to go? I've seen you stay in this bitch until whenever. And now you're ready to go because you see me shining on that ass. But then I realized what it was. Now I can realize what it was. Like, you can't have fun. You can't have fun if your parents are having fun in the situation. Tell me that. If your parents are having fun, how you having fun, you feel a type of way. Now your friends on the outside is like, yo, your parents, they cool as fuck. Now you mad. But see, that's how she attached to me. She attached to the paternal energy in me. I didn't catch it because I didn't even know what the fuck was happening. I just knew that this is how we connected. So if she connected to my paternal, that's why I connected. And in the time I'm telling, I'm like, yeah, you know, because, you know, you you make me live again. You make me feel like, a, you know, you invigorate me. You made me want to play and shit like that. Nobody should turn your, you should be able to turn that on. You feel me? But the fact that it's like I'm telling her verbally that it's because you brought the sorority energy back to me and I'm giving you the paternal energy. You feel me? You helping me realize that I can have fun in life. I can like no, there's not there. I should not have been in paternal energy. I should not have known that that was an energy I had to. I can move and maneuver when I need to. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, even though that's what she connect. Now here's why I'm saying it like that. That's what she connected to. So even though I entered the relationship on some intimate level shit, what she connected to was what was brought out. We have to pay attention to that, too. If you're in a situation where when the relationship starts off, you good, everything's equal, then suddenly the dynamic shifts. If it shifts to one where you always have to answer every question, like a lot of women be getting frustrated when we don't want to answer their questions no more. It's because I'm not your fucking father. But you're still desiring that paternal energy, that instructional energy that you had that you can't find. You see what I'm saying? You're still looking for that. Now, what the person attaches to and what you attach to is what you bring out of that. I don't care what you enter it at. What y'all attach to or what y'all connect to, but what mainly what y'all attach to when the other person is the energy that that person brings out. So now when people be like, you brought the worst out of me or the best out of me, or whatever the case may be, I brought the necessary energy out for us to attach together, right? Where the dynamic comes in and it fucks up. Whereas men... When we connect to women and they automatically, 
women are going to attach to our paternal energy, especially if they're in a space talking about protect and provide, you know, you don't have to go half and we know like you already know you're going to largely going to attach to their, they're going to attach to your paternal energy, which means once they attach to that, that's what they draw out. Attachment is a parasitic relationship. It's mutualistic in a way, however you choose to look at it, but it is parasitic, is a parasitic relationship. What you attach to is what's sucked out. And then that's what the bridge is, right? So when women connect to us on that type time, they're automatically going to bring out our paternal energy. We're not having fun anymore. We're not going to be intimate. This is why we have the problem. I'm not going half. I'm not protecting all these crazy. Because now we understand on a deeper level, we might understand why we say we're not going to protect these women. Because a lot of these women that are saying they want to be protected are reckless as fuck and will put you in danger. You feel me? I've never seen a woman ask for the protection and not be doing wild shit for the most part. You feel me? We got to, I know this is going to sound morbid. And if the women are listening, they shouldn't be because it's just a real conversation. This is going to sound real morbid to say, but a lot of the women who want to be protected, put themselves in situations that they're not protected. They know this, this environment is bad for them and they still want to go. Now I'm not saying the people who get caught up in some shit that they weren't supposed to be in. And I'm not trying to be in the space where I'm saying, oh, it's their fault. She should have been, what was she wearing and everything. It ain't about what she was wearing. But at the same time, what did you attach to? What did you attach to in this in this in this space? And now you want somebody to clean up the mess. Like that's another piece to it. Some women, and this is what we're trying to vocalize without being able to vocalize. I just hear what they be saying. It's not that women, like some women are liabilities. On one half, you have women, we have sister circles telling women that they're the prize. But what type of women are they telling that they're the prize? The women that are tapping into the sororal energy, all playful energy. You're telling the playful motherfucker that they're the prize and these playful motherfuckers are attaching to paternal energy. So now when they say, oh, you're fucking up good men, they're not fucking up good men, they're fucking up the paternal energy of a man, which is the man, which is the energy that stabilizes households. Maternal energy builds homes. Paternal energy stabilizes households. What's being fucked up is the energy that builds homes and energy that stabilizes households. That is completely being drawn out. Because those two energies are designed only for children, not for adults. Those energies are reserved for children, not for fucking adults. But we start off our relationships in those energies, in one of those energies. So if the woman is attached to us for the paternal energy... She's going to be looking, oh, just take care of me, protect and provide us. Now you're being guilted into you're being guilted into maneuvering through your paternal energy with her when you're not supposed to be with your energy with her is supposed to be your intimate energy. You feel me? Off the other side of that. If if she's dealing with you, like I said, and it's on some protect and provide shit and this, that and the third and you got to have whole I got my own like. It's weird how I hear women say shit like, yeah, a man has, he has to match what I have and then give more and then everything is mine because you want a father figure. You want a father. You want that paternal energy. That's it. And men peep that. I'm not your fucking daddy. But women are in that space. Now, here's why that is problematic because you, a woman has to find a man who has paternal energy like that. The men who say that's a problem, it's like, yo, you're coming to the situation either an intimate relationship, intimate or um, intimate energy, spousal energy, or through your fr uh, fraternal energy, right? Your playful energy. Now, 
when you in that space, yo, we got to go have, we got to be equals. You trying to play, I'm trying to play. That's it. That's fraternal and shit. But intimate is like, now it's like, oh, you're not taking care of me. No, I'm, you, you need to collaborate with me. We'll take care of each other when we collaborate. Mm-mm. You take care of me because that's what a good man does. That's what a father does. And because we've never seen the intimate relationship between a mother, because it's always hidden. You feel me? It's always hidden. At least the good intimacy. We know when they're arguing. Motherfuckers can't hide arguing, but they can hide the good shit so well. Like, why? That's backwards as fuck. Because the conflict resolution and all that other shit ain't there. But anyway, that's just one dynamic. If she approaches you on that, chances are she's what she attaches to is going to draw the paternal energy in you. Is that going to deplete you? You feel me? Is that going to deplete you? Oh, if a man got this money, the money, 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 money like you got to realize you're looking, you're dealing with a woman who's looking for a father. Now, off the other side of that, if she enters the space, I just want to take care of your heart. I just want to do that. She's going to sun you. She's going to attach to your fraternal energy. Oh, I like the way you play and this, that, and the third. She's going to, she wants a child. She wants to watch a child. Chances are she wanted a son and never got one. But more than likely, it's because she has that maternal energy and that's what she wants to attach to. Now you have to do what she says. You have to listen to everything she says, everything she does. Now, that attachment piece is not coming in because there's no collaboration. There's only guidance and instruction. Hey, bro, for real, though, at some point, we got to stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean really talk to each other. Not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. So Frail 1 is the definition. So Frail 2 is the acknowledgement. And So Frail 3 is the resolution. If you rock with the So Frail conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the So Frail series of books. So visit IamJustSing.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again. And you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men. And it's time we start having this conversation now. The person you're intimately involved with, you should not be parentally involved with. But our entire relationship is built off the parental side. And we wonder why women had more patience back in the day, because you as a mother, you're going to have more patience with your son if you know he's out here fucking in these streets. When he has a baby, you're going to be on his side and say that woman, that girl tried to trap him off or whatever the case may be. You don't think that same energy translates when you put the energy of the mother onto the energy of a, a man who's you treating him like your son. How women cheat and come take him back and shit like that because a mother would allow her son back into the house after he went and did some reckless shit against what she said. Why do women have to get to a breaking point for men? Because a mother has to get a breaking point until she cuts her son off. It's not hard, y'all. It's not rocket science. Men are only going to fuck over the women that allow it. But now we have to look at how are women allowing it? Because the women who allow it have maternal energy and they attach to your sororal energy. I mean, your fraternal energy. You feel me? Again, this is some shit that I had to learn dealing with cougars and shit. You feel me? I always, yo, I just like older women. No, I like maternal energy because that's the energy that was familiar. I had to come back and say, hmm, this ain't. You feel me? And it wasn't until I seen the other side of that where I was 
the person attached, they attached to my parental energy. So now I couldn't play. I had to be serious all the time. I had to be like, no, it's like, that's not you. That's not, wait, what? That is me. Now I have to hide myself. Because now when our intimate sides connect, our intimate side is our full self. Not the behaving side. Once you pick a side of either paternal, for like paternal, sorority and shit, like once you start picking those energies, now you have to behave. I have to behave as a father. I don't get to be me. How many of us right now are fathers and don't even know it? Or how many of us are sons and don't even know it? Yeah, I got a woman. She my peace. Like, why does a woman have to be your peace? You the one out here creating the chaos. That's some shit a son would do. The mother still has to be the peace for the son who's out here creating chaos because that's the son. We don't understand how powerful energy is. Energy, if we look at the real reality of energy scientifically, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It is transferred from one medium to the next. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It is transferred from one energy to the next. So if we are raised and built under a space where you have to operate from this energy, what do you do when you go to the next relationship? You think the energy suddenly has to be created or destroyed? No, it's translated from one medium to the next. The energy is already there. So when we look at how our women are raised, when we look at how our boys are raised, our boys are raised to play. What do we look at the toys that we get? We're raised to be playful all the time. We get race cars. We get, you know, everything that we do is about playing. Women are about actually being mothers. They get baby dolls. They get cooking sets. They get all kind of shit to automatically walk into their maternal energy. We get shit to automatically walk us into our uh, our fraternal energy. You feel me? All playful shit. Some of us get tool sets and shit when we're young, but for the most part, it's... You know, we're not taught to walk into our protection because boys will be boys. But you see, the boys will be boys, but the girls got to be young ladies. It's set right. Like, it's defined right there. So now when you tell me, well, women mature faster than men. No, they don't. No, they don't. Women are matured faster than men because now when you had the impetus of, oh, women are guided into maternal energy off rip because you have to grow up to take care of a home. <laughs> Y'all are already, women are already nurtured into walking into maternal energy. But us boys will be boys. Let the boys be boys. Boys, will, we've been hearing mantras like that for a long time. And then money over bitches, fuck these hoes. And so, nigga, we're going to stay in fraternal energy because nothing tells us to move into paternal energy. And then we don't have paternal energy until it's time to have a child. This is why men, we don't, because paternal energy is the maturest energy we have. Right? That is our fatherly energy right none of us tap into that energy until we have a daughter we got to use that energy before we get there this is why the epiphany hits it's like oh damn i finally realized how fucked up the world was for women when i had a daughter imagine some niggas don't even have daughters they have sons that epiphany never goes off even while they're married to a woman that they digging out every night almost she's having their babies and they still can't fathom what the hell is is happening right now because our parental, our fraternal energy, paternal energy, sorry, does not kick in until we have a daughter. Women's maternal energy is already active. Our paternal energy doesn't kick in until we have a daughter, which means that we don't have the same instruction, same patience, same guidance that we, you know what I'm saying, necessarily need, unless it's kicked in when a woman attaches to our paternal energy. And then now it's enhanced. 
oh, he's such a mature man. So the point that I was making with that when they say women mature faster than men, there's no possible way, especially if we consider that episode I just did on the education system, right? People the same age can't, there's no physical, there's no possible way that we can be mentally, women can mentally be more mature than us. If the education system was already designed not for people to think, but only to be good workers. So on par, we're the same shit. Same shit is going into our heads to develop, like, how in the fuck are y'all maturing faster than us? You're not. You're told you are because you are matured because you're told to walk into a different energy that we're not told to walk into. You're told to walk into the mature energy early. You're not told to walk into your sororal energy. You're not told to walk into your intimate energy. You're told to start off in your maternal energy. So now, when women get older, this is why now this helps because now it can create the quote-unquote modesty. It can create the modesty of the woman who's, oh, she ain't got no bodies. She ain't did this. She ain't had no sexual energy. She ain't had no fun. She ain't. Now, when she's been maternal all her life, now we're looking at these women that are embracing sexuality. They ain't embracing sexuality. They're finally walking in their sororal energy. They old. They passed their prime or whatever the case may be. But they're now walking into the sororal energy where they can finally play because they've never been able to do it. Well, on our side, well, why do men finally turn 40? Because that's when our, our paternal energy finally kicks in. Because we've been encouraged to walk in our uh, fraternal energy all of our lives until we find the good woman that makes us stop playing, which is none of y'all. You know why none of y'all are going to do it? Because y'all are always going to attach to us from the maternal energy. And we're always going to be looking for that spousal energy, which is collaborative energy. Here's one of the reasons why, and which is the theme of this episode, why we don't have the intimate space because to collaborate means you have to be creative. To collaborate with something means you have to have a creation of some sort or at least have an idea that you can bring into fruition that another person has. A lot of us don't have ideas because we don't think anymore. The education system makes sure that we don't think. So we're not thinking individually how we're going to be with an individual thinker. And then when two individual thinkers come together, like we collaborate, they say, Great minds think alike. Even the Bible says it. when two or three come together in my name, I will be there because it's God consciousness. But you have to be willing to think about the shit. That's intimate connection. Now, when we have this disconnect where it's like it's all about reassurance and advice rather than collaboration. When you have the maternal, uh, the maternal energy clashing with I'm emerging with the fraternal energy is listen to her. Your wife is always right. Make this turn, make like think about look think about how aggressive they get when they when you driving and they're trying to passenger seat drive. That is maternal sort like on some real shit. I've been on both sides of this shit, so I can attest to it. When a woman has led with maternal energy, and that's where our connection was, maternal um, fraternal energy and shit, she tried to tell me what to do at every single turn. Now it clashed because it's like, yo, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. You're wrong. But she has to be in control because she has to be, I'm my energy's there. When women have attached to me off um, the paternal energy, they listen to everything that I say. They shut the fuck up. Not in no sense like I got to tell them to shut up, but whatever I say, they really trust. They really depend on my word. They stand on my word. They let my word be be law. If I say it, they fuck with it because they're like, I trust whatever. But they don't realize that what they attached to me with the paternal energy and it's that little girl. And next lifetime, when Erica Badu said, you make me feel like a little bitty girl, that is... I, my paternal energy is activating your um, sororal energy. And that's where that comes in at. So you have to look at the women that nag, they're maternal. They have a lot of maternal energy. 
Like, you feel me? It's, it's not like it's a lot of the shit don't be hard. It don't be rocket science. It be there. But we try to make disconnects with the shit. This is why on one breath we say shit like I like a woman with a fire, a fiery attitude. You like a woman like your mama. That's the truth. That's the truth. And then taking it a step further when it comes to us, we like women with that attitude, but we don't like the skin tone. Because again, like I said, the education system, if you don't hate yourself, you don't hate black people by the time you finish, then if you don't hate black people by the time you finish the education system, it's because you failed. Like, you feel me? If you pass that motherfucker and you don't have some kind of inkling for, you know, and either, and if you do have that compassion or whatever the case may be, it's pity. It's like you feel sorry. Like, oh, I'm helping because I feel sorry. And it's like, nah, like, it's different. Because you still carry that that England of what, you know, the education system created. But that's not here and there. So, like I said, those things, just walking, just knowing that we're set up to walk into one of those in, in, those energies up front. And we're, we're set to pick. We don't walk into our intimate space. Now, our intimate space, like I said, it's where we're vulnerable. But our intimate space is where we genuinely are. Because in life, there's... We have two forms. We have three forms of who we are, right? We have the teacher, which is paternal, which is the parental energy. We have, which is maternal and paternal. We have the student, which is sorora and fraternal. And then we have the individual, right? I'm saying the individual because I don't really know a word that's between teacher and student that fits. I could say scholar because scholars are you're simultaneously teaching. Mm, I'll say it like that. That's your scholar energy then, because scholar is when you're simultaneously teaching and learning, right? That's where the harmony is. That's where the intimate relationship is, where you're simultaneously teaching your heart. Now, the reason why we don't have any relationships is because we have been programmed to be. This is why and this is the real reason why none of our relationships work. And the reason why I'm saying none of them, none of them, because of the conditioning in which, like some of them, the tolerance, we just have a deeper tolerance with each other. But not many people are, because we look at what it means to be equally yoked. People think equally yoked means that I believe the same shit. Mm -mm. A true relationship is built off of like mind, like, like body, like soul. I had a friend I used to say that to all the time. I said, she was like, yo, you're going to be single forever if you still follow that philosophy. No, I'm not. Like mind, like body, like soul, because that's how a relationship is supposed to be built. Because I can't collaborate with anybody who's against that. You feel what I'm saying? Now, when we are in relationships where, like I said, I approach every relationship like that, right? But now what people attach to is different. That's why you have to understand the difference between connection and attachment. Connection can only come when you know who you are. You know where your power source needs to go, and you know what power sources don't need to feed off your energy. But when you don't know that, you're just going to attach to what, you know what I mean? You're going to get, you're going to get drained because it's going to be one-sided. You're not going to be at a space where you're, you know, even flow. So knowing who you are mentally, physically, and spiritually, and then being able to go into those spaces where you are, that's who you find your significant other. We are in a space where it's like, I just need to find a motherfucker who I can take care of. No, that's not who it is. You have to find somebody you can take care of who can take care of you. And that's when it becomes intimate because it's like, now, what things do you have that need care? That's what the intimacy is. What things do you have that need care? Not what problems do you have that need to be solved or need to be fixed? What things do you have that need care? K 
care doesn't necessarily mean that I'm always solving your problem. It means that I see the totality of who you are and I am aware of your entire essence. So I take care of you and not take care of you in the sense of I'm going to, you know, just always be there to, like I said, solve your problems. No, it's like in taking care of you, there's little things that taking care of somebody doesn't always have to be solving negative shit or fixing negative shit. It is enhancing positive shit. That's taking care of somebody too. You feel me? Without having to be told the shit. And it's like, not, not in the sense like I feel an obligation. It's, I would keep it simple like this. If I'm sitting down, if, let's say me and my lady sitting down, she got a feet across me or whatever the case may be. Now, this is taking care. It's going to be funny, but it's taking care. And I'm looking at her toes. It's been a while since she had a little manicure or whatever the case may be. Whatever. One of her toes, her toenails is like extra long. I clip it. It's taking care of somebody. You feel me? And I'm going to take it a step deeper because if I know that she gets her toes done at this particular time on these particular days on a regular basis, and it's like, okay, you pass this shit. Okay, let me, so you get your shit. Like, this is how you take care of somebody. It's not like, oh, everything is negative, so I have to try to bring the positive to it. No, taking care of somebody is providing attention to what is important to them. In order to provide the attention, intentionally provide attention to somebody to something that is important to somebody. You have to know that person. You feel me? I was in a relationship and I received an award and I wasn't going to go to the award show because I didn't know I was getting an award, right? But the person presenting the award to me called me and said, hey, uh, what are you doing? I'm, I'm chilling. They're like, you going to be at the show tonight? No, I had not intention to go. And it was just, all right, I'll see you there. And I was like, <sighs> so... It was an advisor, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go. So the woman I was talking to at the time was like, you just told me you wasn't going. I know I wasn't going. Oh, so she say jump and you going to jump. Well, I mean, this is my advisor, and this is something that I do as far as, like, development. In the, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Motherfucker spazzed so much that it fucked up my whole mental energy. I didn't even want to go to the event. Right? No, no, I got dressed. I went to it. But it's like voicemail, voicemail from my phone and shit like this and all, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, all right, bet. Whatever, whatever. So... Just before they call my name, I leave. Because that's how fucked up it, it made me on the inside. I shifted my whole energy, right? So I leave. And the lady, she's, you know, she presented me the award. This was Distinguished Leadership of the Year Award. Nobody got that award with me. I was the only one to get it, and I couldn't even receive it. Right? The girlfriend afterwards was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't. Because you only thought about yourself. But you only have to think about yourself when you're in a parental sororal relationship, paternal sororal relationship. When I look back at the situation, it was like, yo, I was disappointing her like her father did. I told her one thing and then it went, I went a whole different way like her father did. Like I was abandoning her. I was leaving. Like that's what she thought. That's what she took out of that. But that's how our relationship was set up. And I didn't realize that our relationship was set up like that because I'm like, yo, bro, like, I'm trying to intimately, I'm like, why are you jealous? Why are you wrong? Why are you this? It wasn't that. It wasn't, and this is going to sound like a little fucked up, but it's not. It wasn't the fact that her man was being, it was her father being taken away. You feel me? I had to become a father figure to her. And if there's not a healthy connection to a father, there's nobody else can have my daddy. No matter what my daddy's doing, nobody else can have him. So then, like, the next year, I had gotten another reward. And she said, oh, we're going to go to that one. It wasn't even – I said it only – I was mad then because I'm like, I missed the good one. 
I didn't even talk to her. I, thought, I missed a good one. Like, cause you wanted to throw a tantrum and you wanted to get upset because it wasn't, things weren't going your way. Now, if we were intimately connected, if our relationship was more intimate, she would have understood, yo, you're putting in, like, this is what you do. Let me go help you honor that shit. Cause now we can collaborate on this. It would have been a whole different understanding. You feel what I'm saying? It would have been a whole different understanding because when you're intimate with somebody, you understand the full totality of them. And you can take care of them because you can give intentional attention to what's important to them. If you're not intimately connected with them, you cannot intentionally give attention to them because you can only give the attention that will benefit you. I'm only going to give you the attention that is going to benefit me in the situation. You know how many of our relationships are built off of that? We think a motherfucker really fucking with us. No, I'm fucking with you under the condition that it benefits me in the long run. I'm going I'm going to do this for you because I know it's going to keep you in my corner. Not I'm doing this for you because you achieved something. When I listened to how she vented to me, she said, she asked you to she told you to be there and you were there. If I asked you to do this and you say this, if I asked you to do this, I'm like, this is you made this solely about you when I just literally won Distinguished Leader of the Year Award. There's no way in hell this is about you. I was the only one to win this in the whole school. This is college now. The whole school, I was the only one to get this. And you made this about you when it wasn't about you at all. It's because of the type of energy that we connect with. We need to be more aware of the energies that we actually connect with than just saying this bitch crazy. <laughs> Respectfully. Cause that's what we do. Cause we, when you just nullify and you just dismiss it like that, you're gonna keep running into these crazy bitches. Dramatically, of course. That's what you're gonna keep running into because you are still connected to that energy and you're not addressing that. This energy is like this. Oh no, nah, these broads is crazy. No. I'm connecting to this energy. So what energy am I giving off that she's connecting, which is making her crazy? Because don't get me wrong. It's not the, the, the mother son is even crazier, too. The mother son dynamic is just as crazy, too, because now you feel like the mother feels like you have to that that mother energy feels like you have to listen to everything that I tell you, even if it's at your own expense, because it's at my benefit. Nigga, no, but that intimate energy. It allows you to be free. It allows you to be free because it's like, I see everything that is you. This is why a lot of people don't show their intimate side. But this is the one, one of the reasons why I've learned to only show my intimate side. When people, like, I've learned that when people talk about, like, entrepreneurship, they say you focus on one thing and you stay in one vein. I can't do that. I've never been able to do that, and I can't do that. You feel me? I try, but it just doesn't work because I'm able to do everything. That, but this is me intimately. You feel what I'm saying? I showcase myself intimately. The 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 pot, like because it's like this is the side that has to be like my relationship side is not this. Like no no, this is like the full gamut of who I am in in relationships, right? Because I have to be this in relationships. How in the fuck do we? How the fuck do we end up getting to a point where? A person meets us for our whole totality and somehow we get put into a box. We get put into a cage because this person cannot intimately connect with us. 
So now when I talk, when we talk about equally yoked, a lot of people think equally yoked is believing the same shit. No, that's not what it is. Equally yoked is like mind, like body, like soul. I've had people ask me shit like, could you be with a, a big girl? No, I couldn't. That's shallow. It's not shallow. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. But this is now, this is you assuming it from the perspective of a parent-child relationship as opposed to intimate. I said, I don't live an obese lifestyle. So how the fuck could I be with an obese person? It's not, it's not shaming the obese person. It's not that this is expressing that I don't live a lifestyle that works for that. So we can't work in any way, shape, or form. And it's not just because of the what we eat. It's the mindset behind that. It's a lot of the culture behind that. It's, nobody just gets fat. You feel me? Obesity is not, it's not an accident. It's not a happenstance. Obesity is a, is, a, is, a, is a phenomenon. It is something that occurs because of a societal conditioning or a societal, you know, and it's all conditioning, like how we eat, how we, what we decide to put in our bodies, what we decide to think. All of these things play into how much weight we obtain. What is your image? What is your, like, I don't have the luxury of, at this age, I don't have the luxury of trying to reverse your mindset that got you here. I can't do that. But that's what we try to do. That would be what happened if I'm trying to leave with my paternal energy. I got to put the cape on. Da, 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 da. I'm going to help you. Like, I know, a, I, know a, I know a couple where a young lady, she was telling me that her man, he, she said he don't love her no more, whatever the case may be. He gave up on her, blah, blah, blah. She said they, she started working out with him. And they started working out. He helped her lose 70 pounds. And she was like, you know, she gained 50 back and he won't help her work out. I said, you mad at him? She's talking about, I think he's not loving me no more. I just think it's not fair. I just think, I said, look, imagine, imagine it from his perspective. You know how much of a slap in the face that is if I helped you lose 70 pounds and you gained 50 back? You wasted all of the effort, all of the energy, all of the time. You wasted everything about myself that I put into you. Why? Because of how, how are we connected? father-daughter relationship but you're supposed to forgive me you're supposed to do this again you could do it again for me no 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 your daddy will i'm not because now i understand we're not equally yoked equally yoked is like mind like body like soul it's not going to the same church it's not reading the same books it's naturally if we're like-minded right like mind like body like soul if we know that the mind has four phases belief knowledge wisdom and understanding that means that entire process is similar to us like we 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 analyze information like are you just stuck at the level of belief and you can't get to the level of understanding how are we gonna have a like mind if everything all the information that you have is because you believe it and all the information i have is because i understood it how is our relationship going to work it's going to be lopsided somebody's going to be the leader somebody's going to be the follower somebody's going to have the parental energy somebody's going to have the childish energy but when we both have understanding about what it is that we're experiencing and that we're talking about, now we're able to move in a certain way. I remember I had connected to a woman on a relationship, but this one was more paternal, um, sororal energy, and she was into astrology. I had not, you know, gotten into it that deep. So I started getting into it. And then it's like, once I started learning, I'm thinking, oh, like my, she got mad that I knew it more than her. Because now I don't have anything to stand over you with. I don't have anything that separates me from you. Whoever they like, what do you mean? Like you were never supposed to, like you're not me. So what do you mean you don't have anything to separate? And I started to realize what it was. Because now you lose your place because now you're just following behind a motherfucker. 
But see, when you equally yoke, like mind, like body, like soul, you have other shit. So now I can now care. I can intentionally provide attention for what you care about. What's important to you? I can take care of you now. And it's not just I feed you. I give you something to eat. No, it's like, yo, now if we're looking at taking care of somebody, if I know, bam, you're trying to do this. Like now, here's what it is to take care of somebody. Sometimes it ain't going to be pretty. If I know that you're trying to lose weight and we together, I'm throwing away all the bullshit. I don't give a fuck if you bought it or not. What the fuck? Because at this point, it's not your father. It's not your son. It's your friend. It's the motherfucker you're intimate with. Like, nah, I'm not. mm -mm. I know what's important to you. I know what's important to you, so I have to give that kind of attention to it. I've had people who, you know, they don't, I'm I'm instantly entwined with anybody. So it's like, why didn't you tell me about this? Oh, because I know that you don't involve yourself with it. So there's no point in me mentioning it to you. Why would you? How do you know? Because I know you. I understand who you are as a person. This doesn't fit within that understanding. You don't know that. I do know that. Then I, you know, do it to him or whatever. Oh, no, nah, I wouldn't have fought. I, I, you feel me? You just want to be in a loop. Some, some, people, some people just want to be in a loop so much they don't even pay attention to the loop ain't for them. Let a motherfucker tell you when you're not in the loop and listen. Don't assume out of arrogance, oh, I could be in that loop. No, that's this loop ain't for you. Why? Because I am intimate with you. I understand what's important to you. And now I'm going to be intentional with the intention that I give to you on certain things. You feel me? We get so wrapped up in the thought that counts when it's not really the thought that counts. This is what I want this motherfucker to have. I don't care what this motherfucker tells me they want. You feel me? So many of our relationships are built like that. I'm not listening to... To what the motherfucker is saying I'm listening to what I want this motherfucker to project That's it So that's why your relationships can't be intimate Intimacy is, is, is a very powerful thing Because it's when it extends beyond sex But intimacy has to begin with you knowing who you are The, the eyes are the windows to the soul, right? Which means that every human being as a soul Is just a reflection of who we are Right? The better you're able to understand yourself, the better you're able to see yourself in the mirror. You see what I'm saying? When you know who you are you're, and you know everything about yourself, you're able to see yourself better in the mirror, which means that you're able to see yourself better in totality in another person. You see what I'm saying? Once you master that, that's how you walk into an intimate space. Intimate space is not just about sex. It's not. But they made sex so conventional, so easy, and so cliche that we just think that that's what it is. Oh, I'm intimate. No, you're fucking a person based off of these two energies. You feel me? You got to make sure you're fully operable in all energies and you're only building relationships off of the intimate energy. But again, this requires you to understand yourself. There's no way you will ever be able to understand anybody else if you can't understand yourself first. Most motherfuckers don't even believe in themselves enough to understand themselves. How the fuck can you even understand yourself enough to believe in somebody else to get to the point of understanding them? Because we believe in so many outside sources and outside entities that we don't even believe in the entity that is within us to be able to develop these things. So now other people can tell us about ourselves. This is what you are. This is who you are. No, 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 no. This is how our energetic interaction happens. And this is what catalyzes out of that. Don't box me into all of that shit. Cause that's not who I am. 
You feel what I'm saying? When I look at the time I cheated and any times I almost cheated, it was because when, the, like I always say, I didn't, it would have been a fuck up. It would have been a fuck up. Like I would have leveled up after cheating, but I didn't cheat because of the stigma of cheating. But when I look at really what it was, it was justified because if I would have cheated, it was always on some, the women that I was cheating with was on some paternal, it was on some intimate shit. Like we had an intimate connection. You feel me? We had similar degrees or similar majors or whatever the case may be. But the women that I had to, like, we were completely opposites. And they telling us opposites attract. And they neutralize each other. We, we, we don't get that part. This is why we, when we look for the opposite. We, don't, we can't look for what's exactly like us because then we have to collaborate with it. You know how easy the relationship is and when we collaborate with ourselves? Imagine this, right? Perfect example. Perfect fucking example. Goku and Vegeta. Goku and Vegeta. When they finally took the Patara earrings and merged, the elder Kai was like, it's a union of rivals, right? He said, this is so, they're, they're, the union of rivals is so powerful because they fill each other's gaps and they know each other. I'm not saying make the relationship about rivals, but Goku and Vegeta knew each other intimately intimately to where Goku knows knew how Vegeta was going to move how Vegeta could move a certain way or whatever Vegeta knew the same shit when these two motherfuckers it's poetry in motion like I know what my rival is going to do my rival knows what I'm going to do and we know our inner our inner workings It's, it's, it's a flawless connection right it's a flawless connection our relationships are supposed to be like that not with your rival this is not to say Opposites attract, but because even Vegeta and Goku technically aren't opposites, as them both being Saiyans, both but they're rivals in the sense that I know who I am, you know who now. We're no longer competing, we're collaborating. We're putting our opposing energies, our, our, our strong points and our weaknesses together to nullify each other. That's what it is to be intimate. You feel me? I have to know myself so well that it's like, hmm, whatever you lack. I'm right over your shoulder. If I'm on track, shorty be keep mommy be keeping me closer. It's it's that. It's that energy to where we're so intimately entwined. It's like that. I don't have to do everything. But what I can't do, you can, and you do it well. And you don't have to do everything. And what you can't, I can, and I do it well. And then the things that we can't do together, we're able to collaborate with each other because we're able to harmonize and know how each other work. And give it back to each other and figure it out together. Rather than shutting down and say, you do it because I don't want to do it. That's the mother-son, father-daughter relationship. But the actual relationship that is intimate is not like that. It's let's figure this out together. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do it either. So when you're in that father-daughter dynamic or that um, mother-son relationship, it's either I don't know how to do this well. You're the only one who's supposed to do it, so it just won't get done. You know how frustrating that is? You, You can't build like that. But see, when we're in an intimate space... We can't be truly intimate because we have to be taught to be performative. So you ask a man, what is a good man? They'll give you all the tasks he's supposed to perform. All right, cool. We know what a good man is. What is a good you? Because I don't give a fuck, like, you know what I'm saying, what a woman tells you a good man is. You think you can be it. What is a good you? Because now you have to find a woman who's looking for you, a good version of that. 
It's like, well, how do I find? Well, you have to be that, and it follows you. It universe just universe the law of attraction. People think that the law of attraction is by just keep thinking about wanting. You know, you have to become it, and it comes to you. Because <gasps> there's eleven other laws you got to add to that. But the law of attraction is you have to become it for it to come to you. Not you just have to think about it. To become something means that you have to have understanding of it. You feel me? In martial arts and shit, they'll say shit like. You don't just use a sword. You have to become the sword. It has to become an extension of your body. That means I have to understand how it works. And I have to understand how I work to understand how these two things can work together. You see what I'm saying? None of us are taught that. We're taught to get pussy. That's it. We're not taught to go into a relationship intimately. To actually look and say, hey, here's who I am. So now this is why we externalize ourselves so much. We... We, we build ourselves off of who got hands and who got hoes. Not the things that are innately you. Not the things that make you who you are. You feel me? For me, I'm an orator. I'm a thinker. You feel me? I've been, I've been blessed with the divine gift of thought and the divine gift of speech. It's a little deeper why, but I, I, before season 12, y'all know why. But I've been blessed with the, the divine gift of oration and the divine gift of thought. So I speak a certain way and I think a certain way divinely. It's just beautiful how it works. Why would I get somebody? Why would I get with anybody or even in, or even entertain anybody who doesn't like people who talk, who has an issue with people who talk and is afraid to think outside the box? That's going to cap me off because now I have to walk on eggshells around you. You feel me? This is one of the reasons why I have, I don't, this is why I try to put myself on display. As yo, this is who I am fully, not partially, not a little bit, not this is what I want you to know. No, this is who I am. Oh, you said this and you don't agree. Cool, but that's who I am. I get it. I get it. I don't. I am not in this world to behave. I am not in this world to be obedient to anybody. I am in this world to create, create and collaborate. If I can't do any of those, I leave the situation alone. If what we bring to this table is nothing more than children, I can't fuck with you. Children should be the physical, the final physical manifestation. Can we can we create anything spiritually? Or do you have a cap on them because of what you believe in? Can't fuck with you. Can we create mentally, together mentally? Or do you have a cap on you because of the education system and you think you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you're scared to use that side of your mind. You feel me? On a physical, you're scared of what people are going to think about you, how people are going to respond. So you keep a lot of shit to yourself. And you're scared to show shit to me because of how you think I'm going to uh, push you to do it or you think I'm going to judge you or whatever the case may be. I don't need that. I I don't. I'm not in that space because I know how to intimately, intimately in, involve myself with somebody. So when I'm intimately, intimately involved with my intimately involving myself with somebody, when I gift you things, I'm not gifting you things that I want you to have. I'm gifting you things that you've shown me you wanted. That you've shown me interest in say, yo, I need this because of this or this, blah, blah, blah. Bam, you got it. I'm not going to say, ooh, you'd look nice in this. You feel me? Tying it back to when I was talking about the, the relationships that we see, we never see intimate relationships. If you look at the relationship of Martin, and it ties into this part where Gina gave him that butt, she got him what she wanted him to have. Not what he wanted. So what kind of relationship did they have? Gina and Martin had the mama and daughter, mama and son relationship. It was evident. 
Because again, energy doesn't change positions. It transfers itself from one medium to another. That's why mama pain was always predator. There was no daddy pain. There was no father pain because it was re- it was indicative of the transfer. Remember the episode when, okay, so not only from the episode when he got sick, I mean, when um he gave her the, um, Gina gave him the butt and it was, you trying to control me. You trying to make me bougie like you. You trying to do all of these things because it was a mother trying to curate a son. Polish the son. You're incompetent. You don't know no better. I got to be the one to guide you into this. Now, this is a relationship where we the same age now. You see what I'm saying? It's built like that. Look at the episode when he got sick. You feel me? He kept calling Gene Edward. You need to come take. This is what they show us on TV. This is what they literally show us on TV. It's not many TV. It's not many parent, the parental structures that are equally yoked. You feel me? You had that. Oh, let me take that back because my wife and kids was good. My wife and kids was good. They were actually intimate with each other to the point where like they treated themselves as equal. But it's wild because they were also, they also got together out of high school. They had not been too far gone, educated up that highway. And, you know, he was an entrepreneur, business owner. So there's other factors into why it worked for them to be intimate. But for the most part, when we look at the way the relationships play out, they're not intimate. They're either going to pick up the mother-son dynamic or the father-daughter dynamic. And there's a higher percentage for for us to be a mother-son dynamic because it's going to be, you know, look at the most TV dads are slow. Or they're not necessarily slow, but the mother is the harder one. She's the one that she's going to be the one to focus. She's going to like, he's not competent enough to do anything but work. Art imitates reality, but it also dictates the reality, too. So we can never forget that, and we have to always keep that in mind. When it comes to us being intimate as men, for me personally, I recommend y'all reading Sofrel 3 because I break it down beautifully in that. But being intimate is the one thing that's going to change our circumstances when it comes to relationships. But before you can be intimate with anybody, you have to be intimate with yourself, and you have to break the stigma that intimacy is is sexual. Mm -mm. Intimacy. Intimacy is the embrace of totality. Intimacy is when I can embrace the totality of a person. That's it. A person, a being, or whatever. I'm like intimately involved with this shit. Motherfuckers get intimate with video games. You feel me? We can get like, I got a homie who's a gamer. Well, he's not a homie no more, but I knew somebody who was a gamer, right? And he broke down why an Xbox controller was better than a PlayStation controller. He was intimately and in, I'm like, nigga, X, the, 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 the fucking, the, the square button is like the Y, the triangle button is like, no, triangle is like the Y. I ain't play video games in a minute. And I'm a PlayStation player. So for me, it's just, I don't give a fuck about the control. He said, nah, but see, you got to look about it like this. See, men have bigger hands. So PlayStation is like Xbox controller fits like this and it works like this. I'm like, wow, you really are intimate with that Xbox. You feel me? You are intimate with a gaming system. Right? This is what it means to be intimate. You are fully immersed in this shit. Why can't you be fully immersed in yourself? Motherfuckers can tell you. Motherfuckers can tell you all day long. Um, Yo, this controller, this game, too. They can tell you every stat on 2K, what rating this person has. They are intimately involved with 2K. But you ask them. You ask them about their BMI. You ask them about anything that is intimately who they are. They don't know. 
oh no, nah, I don't like nobody should, should should know you intimately more than you. That's why it's like when motherfuckers think they're gonna tell me about me. No, that's not right. No, that's what you interpreted off of our experience, and I get that, but that's not what this is. I'm gonna tell you what it is, and I'm gonna tell you why it affected you that way. And it's that you're not gonna tell me about me because I intimately know me. And you're not intimately involved with me. How the fuck do you know everything about me? No, you know everything about what I allowed you to see. And you try to build yourself off of that. Because we're behaving. Mm -mm. If you allow me to intimately be me and you see me in full, now I can let you be you. That's one of the biggest vices that I got to deal with. Motherfuckers are scared to be themselves. Because I open the door for people to be be 100% free, but they got to go back out into the world. Who doesn't allow them to be that? It fucks with them. It fucks with them because it's like, damn, you feel me? For example, when it comes to talks about religion, like when I talk to women who are on the fence of religion and it's like, but they got to go back into their family. So they'll go back and they'll tell, yeah, he just said this, that, and the third. And their family look like, oh, he's just trying to brainwash you. No, I'm not trying to do shit to her. She's asking me these questions because she's on the fence and y'all can't give her the answers. And I'm telling her what my answers are. I'm not trying to convince her anything. And I'm I, and I'm so in, intimate with this shit. I'm giving her resources, telling her where to go. And actually, and most times I'm using the actual books. I'm not using no random shit, like just making shit up. It's because I'm intimately, I'm intimately entwined with everything that is in my mind. Because I'm intimately entwined with myself. So that means I have to be intimately entwined with the significant other that I'm involved with. Which means that in that intimacy... I have to fully be attentive and 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 know, you know what I'm saying? Allow the the this I have to allow this person to be themselves 100 percent That's the only way I'm gonna know them. But if I'm making them behave as my daughter, or if I'm making them behave as my mother, I'm only going to get the side of them that benefits me and not the side that benefits us through a collaborative effort effort to make our situation and the situation of those around us better. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles for Pala Cafe Clothing? All right, I'm gonna go ahead and end it there. That was that was uh, um, spousal energy. You feel me? It shifted the intimacy and things like that. But that's spousal energy. This is the energy that we're not using on a regular basis, and this is the only energy that works for our relationships. It's the only energy pairing that works. This is not to say you can have paternal and spousal and maternal and spousal for like no 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 spousal has to go with spousal. The maternal and the paternal are supposed to go together. The paternal, the sororal and the fraternal are supposed to go together. But when we start building relationships off the opposing and the opposites, it doesn't work. The only ones that are supposed to be in a lifelong relationship are the ones that are intimate. Because the intimate relationships are the ones that like people want to have the mother-son relationship or the father-daughter relationship for the remainder of their life. They think that's a good relationship. Oh, my grandma and my granddaddy, they did. Why do you think Papa was a rolling stone? Why do you think grandma 40, 50 years old and then I, at least I got my kids? Because they were never intimate with each other. 
they was fucking and then the sex eventually stops see the thing about it is like when you tie sex to intimacy it gets old when you think sex is being intimate it gets old because intimacy is no like there's the there what should make you want a mother what should what should make you want to fuck a motherfucker is not just because you're horny but because this motherfucker has they they live a certain reality that makes you want to like, think about it if they live a certain life that makes you want to create something with them people don't realize how like being celibate let me see that like practicing celibacy let me see that but a lot of people don't they'll never get to that point of seeing that when you want to fuck somebody it's because you have reached the point where whatever it is your experience with them has triggered you to realize you can co-create with them it the response is physical but it's also mental and spiritual that you can co-create with them you get horny horny is creativity <sighs> yeah don't say but what do they teach us to do with our creativity not to be intimate with it just to go out and fuck anything so we have to go out and fuck with that whatever's willing so we think intimacy is sex and we tie intimacy to that intimacy is not that intimacy is when i'm able to put my full 100 percent self on display 100 percent self on display and this person is able to put their full 100 percent self on display and when we're seeing it, the admiration, the respect, and everything is still there. And now we are intimate because I know the inner workings of the things that you do. You know the inner workings of the things that I do. You feel me? Like I've, I've talked to women who, you know, try to teach them about investing and shit. And they're like, oh, no, nah, that's not that's not my thing. That's your thing. But you're going to worry about the money, though, right? I don't want to know about that. You're going to worry about the money though, right? If you're not willing to, if you're not willing, and this is a part of intimacy, if you're not willing to understand what it is that I do to generate income, you're not trying to be with me intimately. And I get it, motherfuckers is, well, because people don't understand what a relationship is. When we get married, my attention, if I can't cover it, you got to have my back. You're my business partner. I don't just mean financially, it's just, you know, put the money in. It's like, if I'm running a business, right, and I'm running a business this way, why in the fuck would I hire a motherfucker who can't run the business with me? So when I'm sick, the business stops? Or when something happens to me? No, no, no. See, but when you're intimately twined, say, hey, now this is the other side of it. When you're intimately twined, say, hey, if you were gone, I'd be willing to do what you do. Fuck, I'm gonna have to find another replacement or I could like, no, if you were gone, I can do what you do for me. That's how you know you can be intimate with somebody. Because when you're gone, I can fulfill, I can give myself whatever you are giving me fully. Because, and then vice versa, I know what it is that I need fully because of what you give to me. But that's because both of us have 100% of ourselves on display. You know how many motherfuckers is literally married because they only know 20%, 20% of a motherfucker? I know what you work. I know where you work. I know what you do for a living. I know your favorite color. I know what your favorite food is. I know when your birthday is. Simple basic shit. That's not intimacy. That's interrogation. 
that's a checklist. Like, you know, intimacy is why is this your favorite color? I'll never forget why your favorite. I, I'll never forget your favorite color if I know why it became your favorite color. I'll never forget your favorite food if I know why it became your favorite food. You feel me? Anybody who's read Hitting It Raw, you know that at one point in time, my favorite food was green chicken, green chili chicken enchiladas, and now my favorite food is mangoes. Right? Y'all are intimately entwined with me. It ain't got nothing to do with sex. Ain't got nothing to do with that. I was like, I was able to put my whole self on display. So now, when I say I like mangoes, oh, we know why you fuck with mangoes. Because you put that in the book and you was intimate with us and this shit. Like, there's a lot of things. This is one of the downfalls of this podcast shit. There's like over the last couple of years, there's been women who shot their shot based off of, oh, I feel like I know you. No, you don't. <laughs> I gave you some content in a podcast to to tell an experience. That's You know how many more experiences I have in this life that that's like just never came up as a podcast episode because that's not the direction it had to go? Like, no, you you know a glimpse of me. This is not, that's, you're not intimately entwined with me, but even still, by that same token, if that is the case, because I'm very transparent and open, that means that it further elucidates when I say, yo, you got to make me like you back. Women don't feel like they got to make a man like them back simply because they have vagina. See, they want to give up patriarchy when it's, when it's detrimental to them, but they want to keep it when it's beneficial. You feel what I'm saying? Like, no, it can't work both ways. Either you give it up or you don't, or you shut the fuck up. You feel me? But when we start to look at intimacy being, you know, sex and all that, like, that's, that, we can't limit it to that. Because now when I start talking about shit that's like out of your comfort, you're going to make, it's going to feel like you're stupid. I know people right now, they, you know, I got the utmost respect for them and shit, but it's like, they're like, yo, you so smart, you so woke. And I feel like I got to, who said you got to do, like, this is me. That's one of the biggest hiccups with intimacy. You feel like you have to compare yourself to that. See, we, because we're such in a, comp, a competitive, this is why our relationships really don't work. We're in a competitive nature society, not a collaborative nature society. So when you see somebody who has, may have more information than you or may do certain things, you try to compete with them and catch up rather than saying, hey, let me collaborate. You already have this resource and I know that I could put that resource with this resource and we can work together. But no, you got to compete. You got to compete. That's, that's, that's what it is. You have to compete. And so when you're in a relationship, you can't compete when you're intimate. You feel me? Intimacy and competition don't go together, but somehow we're competing in relationships trying to, trying to get intimacy. What? That's how we know that intimacy has really been reduced to sensuality, sensuality and sex. Because we would be able to collaborate if we were truly intimate. So much so that I can collaborate without you even being there. That's what intimacy really is. If I get you something and you don't like it, now I'm on, oh, it's the thought that counts. Whose thought was supposed to count? Mine or yours? Your thought, because you were supposed to be intimately entwined with me to where when you got me this or you got this, it's because you thought of me. You didn't think about what you wanted me to have. You thought about what I needed to have. You see what I'm saying? If I'm not showing you that I need something, why would you get it? You feel me? You got to understand people's mindsets and people's how people are intimately woven and in whether you can be intimately woven with them or not. Equally yoked is not, we believe the same. It's like mind, like body, like soul. 
You feel me? I don't want to have to get with somebody who I have to constantly remind, yo, it's time to work out. You feel me? But I also don't want to get with somebody who's like, yo, if I miss the work that day, oh, you slacking this and third, I don't need that. You feel me? But I know what lifestyle that I live. And I know what life I live and who I am. So I have to be able to connect with you intimately on that. I'm not turning any of this shit down. You feel me? Because now intimately I have to, I have to, I can be with you intimately. Like, this is what I always tell people. Stop worrying about who you can take home and worry about who you can go home to. I don't give a fuck about if my family's going to like you or anything. Like, when it's all said and done, can I intimately come home to you and be me? I don't have to hide. I don't have to do any of this shit. I don't have to go and get away from you for, like, my me time and shit like that. Some people need me time. Men, too. Some people need men time, me time only because they are not intimately involved with people. If you're intimately involved with people, that means you're always putting you on display. So you'll never need me time because you is always on the front. You're not behaving a way that makes these people comfortable. That's why we need me time because in the behaviors and shit that we're putting on, we have to go back into solitude and recharge ourselves. But what happens when you don't have to recharge yourself because yourself shows up? Now, every space that you come in, you're supposed to be there. You can be intimately woven into those spaces because I'm supposed to be there because I know me and I know where I am. That's how it starts. That's how you find your significant other. You guys have to be intimate with one another in the sense that you first have to have yourself mastered to be able to show intimacy to a person, to be able to be confident enough to display 100%. You feel me? That's why it's like when people, ooh, I'm religious and shit like this. And it's like, yo, we can know. Like, I, you might be cool. You might be cool with the shit that I'm talking about. But is your family cool? When your family asks me a question, I got to, oh, no, don't say no. Because that's a part of intimacy. Because intimacy is even you with you showing me the totality of who you are. Do you show the same totality in all of the spaces that you're in? Because when I go to those spaces, I got to assume that you're showing you, you're showing them what you show me. Oh, they don't know you think like that? My bad. My bad. My, my peoples, my family, my friends, everybody knows what type of time I'm on. You feel me? So if I bring you, if I bring you around... They know that you, they're likely to know that you're on that type time too. Now, if you're bringing me around because, and they're intimately connected with you on this and I come around and now they're shocked that this type of person that I am, it's like, hmm, they don't really know you or you're not really showing who they are. Now our relationship is going to be totally different because it's like, that means you, I give you the free reign to be yourself, but you're not even getting, you don't even feel confident enough to be your, your free self all the time. So that's going to turn into a relationship of dependability and it's going to turn into a crutch. I know because I've seen it. When I can give you the free reign now, you're, I'm the only friend you have. I'm the only person you can depend on because now everybody else you behave for and now you get to be with me. And now I got to get the short end of the stick because I get the fucked up shit that, no, that nobody else has to see. Everybody else gets good behavior with me. How does that work? How does the person that we're most intimately entwined with get the worst part of us? And then we say... You know, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. But all we show is our worst. Does that mean there is no best? There is no best. We got to keep it hundred because we're not intimately entwined, intimately entwined because we're not intimately connected to ourselves. As men, that's something we need to really do. When they told you to get in touch with your feminine side, it wasn't start acting like a woman and no shit like that. It was real. Get in touch with your feminine side, your consensus and construction, but you also have to get in touch with your analysis and deconstruction. Nobody ever told us this shit because nobody knew. They just told us to, you know, 
Make yourself available for when women are ready. What? It's crazy. So now we don't know how to intimately be involved with somebody. If you were a significant other right now, and you don't know everything about this motherfucker, y'all are intimate. And I get it. Oh, there's certain things that that you just don't know about a person. Everybody said that. Why? If you are in my space and you're intimate, you're intimately in my space. There's nothing about me that you don't have access to. Whether I've made it available to you or not, that's a whole different story. But there's nothing. If you decide, hey, I thought about this, ask this question. Like, I'm real transparent. I've had women ask me some questions that just like, hmm. They're like, you answered. Yeah, you asked. I don't like, I don't have nothing. I'm not going to, certain information I don't think to volunteer. Because it's like, why the fuck would you just say that? I don't know. I don't know where that come from. But in that, it's like, I'm not going to. Now, how much information has somebody kept from you? Because now I can't be intimate because I'm intimidated by myself. Or I'm, I'm afraid of what you're going to. Nah, this is what it was. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I share some of my, I share some of my, I've already shared like my deepest burdens and pains with people. Like that shit don't like, it don't bother me. You feel me? Like when I hear people say certain, they're like, yo, you say that shit so matter of factly. Like, no, it's not that I'm proud of the shit, but I'm not ashamed either. When you are intimately yourself, you don't have to pick. You only you, when you are intimate with yourself and you are truly aware of everything and the dynamics of who you are. You don't have to always be good. You don't have to always display the good, but you make peace with them. I may not be ashamed of the things that I've done, but I'm also not proud of it. But I'm also not ashamed either. Like it's just it's events that happen in my life. When you get to that point of there is no shame or pride in the things that I've said, I've said, which means if there's if you cannot if you if you don't become prideful and you're not ashamed of the things you did, that means the feelings that triggered that it, they don't affect you either. You feel me? So when people be like, yo, how do you just come out and say that shit? It's like, yo, you will be sad. I don't, I'm not ashamed of what I said. I'm not ashamed of what I did. Nobody's going to make me feel that way. But that's because I'm intimately entwined with myself. Now, when I'm intimately entwined with somebody else, now I can give that information. You ask me the question, I give you that. Now, I'll know if you're intimately entwined with me by how you respond to it. Because now if what I say causes a red flag, now it's like you got to do it. All right, cool. That's cool. I ain't going to knock it. These are your standards. This is what you do. I respect that. But at the same time, with it being a red flag for you means that there's if if I. If the fact that it's a red flag, but you would not have known that this was possible if I wouldn't have said anything, that's not a me problem. You see what I'm saying? Like if if we have a conversation and I just happen to bring up cheating or something, if we're having a conversation and it's like, yo, I cheated back when I was 15 years old or some shit. Now that raises a red flag. But prior to that, I had done nothing that would even put the inkling in your mind that I would cheat on you. That's not a me problem. It's you problem. You feel me? Which now changes the intimacy because like, how can you be intimate with somebody who can't be intimate with themselves enough to be honest with themselves enough to know that this is a problem for me because of this situation. I haven't even healed the necessary things that I need to heal. So people often think that when you allow them an open space to be themselves, it's you allow me an open space to vent my pain. No, that's not all. No, that's not what it is. But that's all people know is their pain. So they think they are their pain. Personal identity shit, solar plexus chakra.
right? So as men, going forward, y'all got to listen, but tap into your spousal energy when you connect making relationships. Understand, y'all know whether or not y'all putting on a cape or not or whether y'all allowing the cape to be put on for you. You feel me? But when you step into that intimate space, that's when you have simultaneously merged the paternal and the fraternal into that balance where it's like, I don't have to, you feel me? Now you can, now I can be this for you without you having to be certain things for me. Now I can be like, I can be your man. You feel me? Not your son and not your father. I can be your man. Those are three different relationships. And those are relationships that we don't see because growing up, you don't see that in the home. Whether you physically don't see it in the home because there is no father there. And you know what I'm saying? Or in the home, they hide the intimacy. You might see him hold hands. You might see a little shit like a slap on a booty or kiss or anything, but you don't see the intimacy of how do we collaborate and solve these problems? When things are bothering you, what do you think? When things are bothering me, what do I think? Or do I only know yelling? Do I only know arguing? Do I only know how to hear to respond, but do I know how to listen to solve the problem? All of these things are intimate connections. Connections that we're never taught to have. Because we're taught from bullshit on what a relationship is supposed to be. Fuck bitches get money. You feel me? And to translate that way. But I'm going to go ahead and end there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our sons, no better time to start than early. There's three separate types of energy. You can see the energy that they exhibit right now. We can start maturing them into their intimate energy. But to get to their intimate energy, they need to learn how to be themselves, which means they have, you got to. There's things that you're going to have to guide them into the right intelligence, the tree of life. Certain things of, are going to have to be done as a parent to guide the child into where they need to go. And in this guidance, that child or boys can grow into the intimate side. So they're not, you know, oh, I have to create the mother son relationship or I have to create the father daughter relationship. No, I have to create a man and woman relationship. It's low-key why they're telling you that, you know, men and women are social constructs or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I have to create the man and woman uh, construct based off of our intimacy. Based off of our intimacy. And our sons need to be able to be intimate. Not over-sexualized. We've, we've been over-sexualized for a long time. But we need to be learn how to be intimately involved with things. This is everything. This is our people. This is ourselves. This is our, our toys. This is everything. When we start, watch a child. When children get quiet playing with shit, especially boys. You ever seen a boy take something apart for nothing? You're like, why did you do that? Now he can't put it back together, but he took it apart. Analysis and deconstruction. His masculinity kicked in. and He was trying to intimately involve himself with his toy. Didn't even catch it, did you? Because it was so innate. Just got frustrated and got mad at him because he broke a toy. So you thought he analyzed and deconstructed this toy. Now he's missing the synthesis and constructive faculty to put it back together. What do we do? We don't help him put it back together. We throw it away because we think it's broken. There's little glimpses and signs of us trying to be intimate with things first. And that's where we're getting quiet. That's where we're trying to spend the time to get intimate with it and to truly know what it is. Stop taking that away from our boys because now when they're able to translate that into relationships because they know who they are, they're not living their lives trying to be the next football athlete or whatever the case may be because I got to prove this point to do that. Like, let them be free. And today, let them be free. They'll create the life that they need to have and they'll intimately entwine themselves with it. And then you have a person who has passion, who has love, who has drive, and who's built to make a better situation for the generations, for the world as a whole. But if you continue to fuck up and not, teach the intimacy 
And we just is going to continue to create dynamics of father daughter relationships and mother son relationships. And you're going to always look at your son like, I can't figure out why you in this situation because I don't know how to be an intimate one. And by that, also show intimacy between significant others, like not just kissing and hugging and physical shit all the time. Show collaboration, show actually working together, do a puzzle. It doesn't even have to be complex shit. You could do a fucking puzzle together. The fuck? Do something creative together and watch the child, let the child see y'all work together. That's intimacy. And then he knows naturally how to work together with somebody. But until that, it's just going to be two motherfuckers competing for the head of the house. You feel me? But anywho, go kiss your babies and make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out. I'm out.